Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, everybody, it's Matt Tommy, and I'm so glad that you're on the podcast with me today. I want to talk about something that's really near and dear to my heart because it's something I struggled with for a long time trying to figure out how do I get from where I am to where I really believe that God's calling me to be as an artist. You know, I think a lot of us have struggled with that over the years, especially if you're not living the dream and you're not living the life that you believe God's got for you somewhere, you feel stuck in the middle. You know, I'm not where I was, but I'm not where I'm going. And there's this whole struggle with trying to figure out, well, gosh, how do I actually see my dreams come to pass? I call it the bridge. You know, I really believe that that when you begin to dream with God, when you begin to to again, just like the Bible says, man plans his way, the Lord orders his steps. I believe that as you start to plan your way, as you believe begin to believe God, envision with God, dream with God, get his heart for your life, that all of a sudden he begins to form this bridge in your life that's really cool. And you look back, you know, six months, a year, five years later, and you're like, oh my gosh, I could have never planned this out. I could have never, you know, made this happen myself. There's no way it had to be the Lord. And I think that's God's intention for all of us. You know, if he told us the the end of the story and the, and the exact strategy, the way things are going to happen in our life, none of us would ever believe it. I, I know for me, there's no way that I could have engineered and tried to develop a path to do what I'm doing now. Not only could I not have made it happen myself, I didn't even know the possibilities that were there yet. And so it really comes down to learning to trust the Lord uh, in this development of a bridge from going from where you are to where you, where you're going. And that's, so that's what I want to talk about today and really give you eight steps or signposts, if you will, because none of these ever happen in order. (laughs) They're not a, this is not a linear path. You know, this is, this is all about starting to recognize, Hey, am I on the path? Am, am I moving in the direction that I believe the Lord has for me in order to get from where I am to where I want to go? Cause here's the, here's the deal for most of us. I think, especially as artists, the question starts to come up when we, when we really start struggling with this idea of, Oh gosh, it, it, is this all there is? I mean, is this life? Is this what it's going to be like? Am I resigned to just sit here and work in a, in a cubicle or do a job that I hate or do something unfulfilling for the rest of my life just to make money? Or is there a better way? And if you've heard any of my teaching, any of the podcasts or read any of my books or whatever, you know that I really believe that where we find our assignment is where we find our provision. One of my favorite Bible teachers, Gary Cassie, says all the time that we've been designed by the Father to harvest our provision by revelation in line with our assignment. And I love that because most of the time, the reason people are struggling financially uh, with, with what they're doing, number one, they don't know how the kingdom works. Number two, they don't know how to find money in line with how God's wired them in the kingdom. And number three, they don't know how to steward it once they get it. All right. And so 
all of that has to do with this bridge of learning to steward well what God's put in your hand, recognizing opportunities, recognizing resources, recognizing relationships, and moving forward in those in faith uh, and not not fear. The other thing that I think is really huge, you know, for a lot of artists is this idea of really coming to terms with what you believe about your creative expression and where you are now. You know, I find, and I find this is true for myself and for so many, most of us just by ourselves don't have a good estimate of who we are, where we are, our skill level, that sort of thing. And so it's real important you know, to get other people involved in that process. That's why I love mentoring so much. That's why I love, you know, having spiritual fathers and mothers and friends in your life who will tell you the truth because all of us need those people that will speak into our life in a really powerful way and say, listen, I know you want to do this, but right now here's where you are and here's some clear steps to do that. That's one of the things we do in the created to thrive mentoring program, I've developed a success path for people. So no matter where you are on the path, it's like, okay, plug in here and start moving. And here's the deal. No matter where people are immediately, they start seeing God show up. Why? Because they actively are pursuing the call and the assignment that's on their life. And all of a sudden these double doors, what seems like double doors of favor start opening. It's like God all of a sudden got in a good mood. And I'm like, no, God didn't get in a good mood all of a sudden. What's happening is you're learning to align with the kingdom. You're learning to position yourself in a place where God can bless you. And so again, this is just, I want to give you these signposts today, not as again, a linear process, but just as it's eight things to recognize um, along your journey. So number one, I want to say this, assess, take some time with the Lord to assess where you are now and also where you want to go. You know, most people, like I said, most people don't have a good picture of that. Most people overestimate what they can do and underestimate the time it's going to take. And so you want to be real clear you know, about that, just asking the Lord to give you a really clear picture and bringing people into your life that can help you with that. Number two, once you start to get, you know, a clear picture of where you are now and where you want to go, it's time to then start taking that and breaking it into bite-sized pieces. You know, if, if anybody were to look at their whole life plan all at once, you know, you'd be totally overwhelmed. <laughs> There's no way that you could do all of that at once. So you want to break it down in bite-sized pieces so that you can ask the father not to reveal the whole thing, not to give you the whole big master plan at once, but what's the next thing? Father, what's in my hand right now? Okay. So that you can begin to walk with him step by step by step. All right. Asking him for, you know, what's the next thing I need to do financially with my time? Are there things that I need to cut out or add relationships, resources, all of that, just assess and then develop strategy around moving, uh, setting goals and setting priorities toward moving toward those goals. The third thing is, and and this just goes, it's kind of all one big mishmash process that is happening at once. And I call it envision because see your heart is an incubator and it manifests in your life, whatever you believe. I mean, Proverbs says very clearly, Proverbs 27 talks about as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So see, you, you've got to get in your mind and in your heart a very clear 
picture of where you're going. All right. See, every time you dream with God, every time God speaks to you, it's not just words on a page or it's not just words into the ether. Those words, when they go inside of you, they they begin to churn inside your imagination and pictures start to happen. So when you start to see and feel and sense and emotionally connect with the vision that God's got for you, all of a sudden, that's how faith begins to rise in your heart because you begin to be persuaded (laughs) You know, your inner man begins to be persuaded that the thing that you're believing for, the thing that you're seeing, the thing that God is showing you is actually more real than the thing that you're experiencing now. And so your heart begins to be drawn toward those things. And all of a sudden, instead of unbelief in your heart, all of a sudden you start to begin to see faith rise up inside of you. All right. Now, number next, number, what is this? Number four, (laughs) I would say ask. You know, so many people just never ask. They they have this weird religious baggage about, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. You know, I'm just waiting for God to do whatever he's going to do. No, listen, the father says, you have not because you ask not. <laughs> Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. You know, the, you know Jesus said to the disciples, the secrets of the kingdom are your inheritance. I love, you know, Bill Johnson when he, he talks about, how God leads us along the journey of life. He says, you know, God doesn't hide things from us. He hides things for us. You know, it's the glory of of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of kings to search it out. And so asking and digging and, you know, being in this process is huge because it's, again, God doesn't want to hide things from you. Second Peter, remember second Peter, uh, what is it? One and three and four says this, It says that we've already been given everything we need for life and godliness. And then we get to participate in the divine nature through what? Through the very precious promises of God. All right. And even look at, you know, Hebrews 11, 24 talks about this idea that when you pray, believe, believe what? Believe that you might get it that, oh oh God, are you in a good mood? No, it says, believe that you have received it. That you've already received it, all right? And what? And you will have it. So this place of asking in the context of envisioning and assessing where you are and beginning to believe God, this is just a huge shift for most people. Because again, most people kind of have this kind of wait and see attitude. Well, God's just going to do what he's going to do and life's on autopilot. And, you know, I just can't hope for any more than I've got right now. And I need to be appreciative of all the things that I have now. And well, maybe one day the Lord will do this. And, but here's the deal. In the meantime, as you're looking at other people's lives that are, they're walking in blessing and favor and abundance in their life, you start to look at them and go, well, why not me, Lord? What's wrong with me? (laughs) What did I do wrong? And I just want to tell you right now, wherever you are in the world, I just want to tell you, it's not that you've done anything wrong. Friend, you just have probably never understood how the kingdom of God works. And when you start to understand how the kingdom of God works and begin to align yourself with him, all of a sudden life begins to open up. You begin to live life off of a whole different blueprint. And it's really incredible. Now, number five goes right along with these. And the word there is activate, all right? In other words, don't just dream about it, think about it, hope about it. No, the Bible says that God orders our steps, all right? Not your standing still, not your waiting around. <laughs> he, as you walk, 
as you begin to activate the gifts that are inside of you, as you begin to actively use the resources that God brings into your life, all of a sudden uh, you start to see things begin to happen. So you got to get out there, step out, do it scared. (laughs) It's risky. It's going to freak you out at first. I don't know. Is God going to show up? Yes, he's going to show up. Why? Because you're walking in line with the path that he's showing you. Now, does that mean everything's always going to be easy? Matt said, oh, Matt said, everything's going to just be roses when I start doing this. No, Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but what? But take heart because I've overcome the world. All right. So even though things are hard, even though it's going to take some grit and some risk in the middle of what you're doing, all right, you've got to begin to activate in faith the thing that God has put in your life. All right. Number six is uh, follow the favor. I love this because as you begin to connect with the Lord and pursue your divine design in the kingdom as an artist, you will begin to see favor happen in your life. There's going to be divine appointments show up. People that you should have never met are going to start showing up in your life. Resources that you should have never had access to all of a sudden, boom, going to start happening in your life. I remember when I responded to the word of the Lord very simply about redesigning my gallery here in Asheville several years ago. And the Lord said, get this place ready to sell. And I was like, oh, no, God wants me to sell the gallery. He's like, no, listen, (laughs) it's not sell the gallery. He's like, get it into a sales environment. And listen, it took me about a week, week and a half to do it. As soon as I did, a lady walked in the next day, three o'clock in the afternoon, and said, hey, I was going to come see you at a show a few weeks ago, but I didn't get a chance to go up there. We've come all the way from Atlanta, four hours away, uh, unannounced, to commission a basket from you, $2,000. that I'd never sold anything for that much uh, back then. And boom, that set the stage for now. That's you know on the low end of, of what I do nowadays, which is such a blessing. But, but what's the deal? Activate and follow the favor. When the Lord tells you to do something, do it. Don't sit on it. Don't wait. I don't know. No, get out there and do it. If you don't get it right the first time, God will adjust you along the way. Believe me, he wants you to succeed in this thing more than you want to succeed in this thing. All right. And so you got to begin to activate and then follow the favor again. Follow the trail of favor. Follow the, the breadcrumbs through the woods, if you will, as the Lord leads you down this path a favor. All right. Now, once you start to experience favor, number seven is really important. And I always tell new artists this, don't eat your seed. The money that comes in when you start to sell your work, if that's what you want to do, don't just go blow it, but take that money and reinvest it because it's worth a lot more to you now being reinvested than it is spending it. All right. And the good thing about that is, you know, most of the expenses that you have uh, in your business are going to be tax deductible, which is great. So you're paying yourself, uh, you know, before you have to pay it in taxes, which is wonderful. All right. And you invest in your business. You you get a, a graphic designer to build that new website. You invest in a studio. You, you know, get those new business cards or printed materials. You you apply for that show. Don't eat the seed. Plant the seed. Because when you plant those seeds, the harvest is going to be huge. And then lastly, I would just say this, just like we started assess, but the eighth one is constantly reassess. Don't ever think that you've made it. 
don't ever think that, you know, well, gosh, I've, I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I'm just going to go on autopilot. That is, listen, that is exactly when the enemy wants to come and confuse and steal and kill and destroy and get you off track. When you're experiencing success in your life, that's exactly when the Lord, you need the Lord the most. That's exactly when you need clarity the most, because listen, when you're experiencing success, there are going to be more opportunities than you've ever seen. There are going to be probably more money coming in than you've ever seen. There's going to be more creative ideas and you've got to know, man, what am I doing? Is this the right time for it? Is this the opportunity? Is this the person I'm supposed to be in business with? Is this the person to be on my team? You got to constantly reassess and be like, what's working, what's not, and make those adjustments in your life. Hey, listen, I'm so glad that you're listening to this today because I just believe that you're here by divine appointment. I believe with all my heart that right now as you're listening to this, God is activating something in your heart, even waking up old dreams. You know, you may have been afraid to dream. You may have been afraid of this process, not because you didn't think God could do it, but because you were afraid that you wouldn't do it right. You're afraid that you would screw it up. You would have, you're afraid that somehow God wouldn't show up. But listen, my friend, I believe that you're here by divine appointment. And I just speak this into your heart right now by the word of the Lord, that he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it, that God is going to use everything that you've gone through in your life, every experience, every good thing, every bad, everything to come together for your good because he loves you and because you're called according to his purposes. Hey, I love you very much. Take some time today, assess where you are, go through these eight steps and just kind of begin to to understand where the Lord has you and where he wants to take you in this next season. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Share this with a friend and come back with me again on the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.